This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Oh, hi, it's Al. Uh, Jerry had a scheduled day off, so I'm... lazy. That is true. <laughs> I am joined by CeeLo, Chris Lepresti. Oh, hi, CeeLo. Hi, you'll be stuck with me Monday as well. Oh, Let's Monday as well. Jerry's getting now. another day he's off? He's lazy. A little uh, bookending his weekend, a little four-day weekend for Jer. The, he's aware the summer hasn't started yet, right? I believe he is, yes. But even though the weather the next couple of days might feel a little bit yes. like summer. It was the first time when I woke up and I said, Alexa, what's the weather? Where she didn't hit me with a 30-degree <laughs> number. Uh, for current temperature. That was very nice. A welcome change, yes. And uh, a lot of people, CeeLo, this is the time when alarms go off, like 545, that sort of thing. Uh, so if you went to sleep, there was a rain delay in the Yankee game, which Correct. prolonged it. Uh, the Yankees lost again. Mm. Now, I want to see where you stand on this, because I was uh, battling some people on uh, Twitter yesterday, or two days ago, whatever it was. Yankee fans, and I'm sure Mets fans would be this. Well, Mets fans are different because they, if the, the Mets fans, if the Mets were in this situation, the Yankees in, are in right now, the Mets fans would be panicked, right? Yeah. Season's over. What are we doing with Mickey Calloway? Get him out of here. His loving everybody uh, management style doesn't work here. Right. We didn't get anyone in the offseason. But the Yankee fans are a little different. They, they hit me with, it was April. As if. April losses do not factor in at the end of the year. It's not that they don't count, Al. It's that there's like 145 games still to be played. So it'll, math suggests it might even out over time, you know? Uh, yes, but these a lot of times these divisions come down to one game, two games, three games. Of course. Could be these meaningless April games you're losing right now. It's not so much that they're meaningless. It's that we're looking right now. Under the microscope, because it's the first regular season games we've had a chance to react to. What is it, 12 games now? That's and right. they're what, or 13, or they're 6 and 7 now, or something like that? They're below 500. Right, okay. But in June, they might rip off a 13-game stretch where they go 11 and 1. But we won't make, as you'll just say, oh, they're playing well right now. It won't be as big of a deal because you're middle of the season and no one cares as much. Right. Oh, they're just playing another game. Everything right now is even more so, like, under the microscope because it's new and it's fresh. Same way, great start for the Mets. However, there might be a stretch where they lose 8 out of 10. Yes. And it could undo 
what was an excellent start. That's the point. But we'll be expecting that as Met fans. I suppose. You never know. Maybe it'll be a good year for them. And uh, Stanton lost a ball that looked like uh, softball, like a softball, 40-year-old softball league, fly ball out something there. Something you might hit? Something I No, not, something that I might do in left field. Oh, okay. Where Stanton super overran a ball yeah. uh, towards the, uh, the the line. I was just listening to his comments on that before I came in to Stanton's join comments? His, his comments. He said... He had the ball three or four rows into the seats. So he was about ready to jump into the stands, is what he said. Right. But the wind brought it back. He stinks. Oh, the field of play. The wind brought it back into so, the middle of left field. He's still kind of uh, adjusting to left field and playing left field at Fenway Park. He stinks. A whole another animal. Why doesn't that dude just DH? Uh, that's a good question, which I don't have the answer to. Yeah. Some days, some nights he does. Right now, they're a little banged up in the outfield. Banged up. Aaron Hicks made his return. He had the DH. I guess they weren't ready to play him in the field yet. So there you go. That's why Stanton played left. And they're in Detroit this weekend. Starting, starting tonight. Now, do they stink, right, the Tigers? Correct. And so does the weather there still. Oh, it does. Yeah. Still winter. Yeah. They ought to play here. It's going to be 70. And uh, Mets home for the Brewers. Yes. Now, Todd Frazier, this is a guy who loves a gimmick, obviously. He loved the, the thumbs down guy. Love that. He's doing the salt and pepper shaker. Uh-huh. Now he's got everyone in the clubhouse wearing the same t-shirts. Yeah, they got the, the t-shirts. Him and Cespedes are apparently like best buds already. Yeah, they're all as well. Salt and pepper t-shirts. Yeah. Now I don't know why the seven line guy didn't come up with those. Darren, he should have hit the, uh, made the salt and pepper shakers. I mean, it just happened. It's a you're two yeah, weeks you, into the year. Yeah, you got to get right on it. It gets. Uh, Are you saying their production process is not fast enough over there at the seven line? Well, he's here's the thing. Like those guys, when you do official shirts, you've got that's got to get, you know, you got to get approvals and things. Yeah, Todd Frazier probably just blow right by that. Hopped on one of those websites, yeah. grabbed the salt and pepper shaker image online, put some words to it. You just answered your own question. Oh, I guess see? I did. Frazier's able to cut the corners. He's cutting corners. Seven line can't. And then let me see if you put any stock in this. Also, a shirt-related news story, CeeLo. <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley went to get his hair cut in at a barber shop in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. That's where Penn State is. And he was wearing a New York Giants hoodie. A lot of photos of him <clears throat> in the barber shop with the Giants hoodie on. Mm-hmm. This means he wants the Giants to draft them. I guess. I mean, is that the worst thing in the world? Well, you can't. He you figures. Know. Listen, I'm probably not going to be the number one overall pick, but hey, the Giants there too. Maybe I can woo them. That now, in fairness, oh, well, one of his friends said, uh, you know, these guys every time they visit a team, the team loads them up with gear. I see. That and that makes sense. And that when he was running out to the barber shop, he needed a hoodie. Had to grab. Grabbed one. First thing that was on the top of the pile there. But you got to know better. I'd put more stock in it if someone spotted Dave Gettleman at a barber shop wearing a Saquon Barkley jersey. Now, oh, you would. That, to me, would be more of a, you know, the, the radar would go off, the alarms would go off then, I think. That would make a little bit more. And more and somewhat sense. embarrassing for a grown man uh, well, of his stature to be wearing a jersey. Well, that, you know, that's that's a given. That yes. would be a little strange. Yeah. And uh, Mike Mayock, are you familiar with him, Celia? Very much so, yes. A broadcaster? Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. Uh, I, I, I was not aware he was a player. Okay. Former player. I probably would have guessed at some point he played, but yeah. I couldn't tell you what the highest level well, of play he, was. No, I mean, he played in the NFL. Briefly, right? Very Had briefly. A very uh, nondescript career, I'd nondescript, imagine. Nondescript. Yep. Uh, uh, he's blaming injuries. Mm. Probably he stunk. Fugazi. But he's furious at uh, the networks now, only looking at Hall of Famers 
as guys they want in the booth. And I'm with them on this. I am with them 100% on that. Like, I get annoyed, too. Not only do the do the networks want only Hall of Famers like Peyton Manning, they want guys as soon as they retire, like uh, Tony Romo. Yes. And especially since that was successful. Tony Romo, not a Hall of Famer. No, right, but He's, but a, a big-name retiring. Jay Cutler, before he went back to the Dolphins, was set to hit the booth. Right. And it's leaving all these broadcast guys with no jobs. Yeah, no, I don't know about no jobs. Oh, they're gone. Mm, Mike Mayock gets plenty of work, let's be honest. Yo, he's furious. Uh, that's fine, but it's not like he's, he's not you know, unemployed looking for a paycheck. He's a very busy man. But he, he brought up the point that uh, Fox wanted for Thursday Night Football yeah. uh, Peyton Manning, and he turned them down. Right. And now they're just like, uh, Troy and uh, Joe, you guys do both games. Yeah. And he's like, what about me? I'll do a game. I understand. And he, listen, the man watches a lot of film. He knows the game. I think some people might find him a little over the top. I don't personally. If you're a football diehard, it's probably what you're looking for. But if you're just looking for sort of that comfortable game analysis on a week-in, week-out basis, maybe they feel they want someone who's a little bit more conversational, someone who can really connect with the audience, with the people. That would be my guess. The other problem is these broadcasters never retire. Yeah. Like, they'll just be broadcasting forever. And I don't like when they take uh, coaches with personalities and put them in the booth. Like John Gruden? Like John Gruden. Okay. There you took, a, you took a great coach and a, a solid amount of years there where he could have been dominating the sport. Even a guy like Rex Ryan, who I like. I like a Rex Ryan to be a coach in the NFL. Like, that, he's entertaining. He's not a bore on the sidelines. Here's the difference between Gruden and Rex, right? Now, at least right. right now. Gruden at some point was in demand. People wanted him to come and coach, and he said, I'm going to stick with the TV. Right. I don't know that anyone's offering Rex a head coaching job right now. Do you think so, Al, Re- oh, you're saying just hire, like, boring coaches. Captain Coward? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not saying that. You that's, set yourself uh, up to play that sound I job. think that's what you're saying. Captain Coward? <laughs> I did, by the way, uh, a, a month or so ago at a, a, a Boomer Black Tie affair. I saw... Uh, Bill Cower, Captain I, Coward. I avoided him. I went the other. Went, I was holding a cocktail in my hand, and I went, "Let me, let me go around the other way." I don't know if he hears these things, Captain Eddie. Coward. See now, I would think that would be Eddie a perfect drops. opportunity. That's like a great conversation Dude. starter. Oh, absolutely. I don't think Ow. he's a hilarious guy like that. Oh, I think he has enough of a sense mm. of humor to get that. Yeah. No. Okay. Let's yeah. ask Tommy. Tommy Lugauer here, how a elevator ride one, okay. once went with him. Tommy's Not one well. of my guys. I'll have to ask oh, him yeah. about that. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> one. Went for a little small small talk. Sm- didn't, yeah. didn't volley back to him. Well, in fairness, there was a mix-up in the building of him getting in the building. It was not uh, well, and I sent Tommy down to get him. Mm, Not great. So another him. instance where you avoided. <laughs> oh, boy. Avoiding. Hey, uh, Tommy. I, Tommy! I got, some, uh, I got some calls to screen here. Yeah. Can you, can you I'm over here now. Yeah, if you could Time just grab them. That's what he's indicating. Cela, when we come back, I have a fantastic story of, uh, you know, eSports is a big thing now. That's uh, video games and things. It blows my mind. I've yes. got an old school one for you. Coming up right after this. Tease. That's a tease. Do you we throw it to you, Eddie? How does this work? Yeah, Jerry? well, just give me something to go okay. off of. Okay. Right after these words. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. 
All right, welcome back. Boomer and Geo coming up in just a few minutes. This portion of the program sponsored by Walgreens. A lot of Yankees, Red Sox talk as Boston took the rubber game last night at Fenway 6-3. to The Mets will begin a homestand against the Brewers tonight at City Field. And the Devils drop game one of their playoff series with the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final of 5-2. to Walgreens has your trusted favorites in cosmetics, skin care, and hair care, plus new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find out what makes you feel beautiful, Al. I get all my beauty products from Walgreens. Where'd you get your Easter? grass though oh uh wherever also your sponsor walgreens. was walgreens yes terrific uh CeeLo, back when uh netflix when you used to have to get the dvds in the mail right. sent to you which is still an option who uses that <laughs> I, I can't imagine old people yeah uh they had a popular documentary at the time called king of kong a fistful full of quarters and it was a documentary about these guys who play donkey kong okay and who uh it was about one guy named billy mitchell in particular who was the first to a million points. Dominant dominant Kong player. Crushing it in Donkey Kong. Turns out he was cheating. Ugh. He was using some sort of computer program to up his Donkey Kong score. Finally, he's been found out, has been stripped of the title of first to one million. Breaking hearts all across the world. Yeah, and That's in fact, terrible. this gaming commission, whoever, imagine you're the gaming commission for Donkey Kong. Uh, they're even calling the Guinness Book of World Records on this guy. Get him out of there. They want him out of there. Strip it out of the book. He's out of the book. <laughs> He's out of with the a world's heaviest man, the world's thinnest man, and the first man to a million points in Donkey Kong. Now, in, Gone. This, in this story, do we yeah. find out anything about this gentleman, like what he does actually for a living? In the actual documentary? Oh, Donkey Kong? 